1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: And good morning. Welcome to this edition of The Real Estate Show. Here on 830WCCO, Chris and Andy in studio, welcoming, of course, your real estate questions, either by phone or by text. Before we say hi, let me give you the phone number and the text number, as if you don't know. 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. You guys have a good week. Yes, we, we saw it last. Yes, we did.
1: You know, we determined on the way over here, there's oh. never going to be another March 3rd, 2018. So we're <clears throat> going to make it count today. Okay. That was
2: my just, motivational speech for Andy. I still keep laughing because we're sitting there,
0: I walk in and on the top of his stack of notes, he's got RuneFest. He's got his own festival.
1: He's got his
2: own
0: festival.
1: Oh, my God, Chris. July 28th, if you want to come.
0: All right, <laughs> RuneFest.
1: I like that. Yeah.
2: Kind of like his version of Woodstock. Oh right? man! You know what? It is. I, is it like I, that? I did
1: this like ten years ago, and it's exactly mm-hmm. what I was kind of patterning it after. So, but it's an all-day kind of client appreciation, friends, family, event. Oh, so we're gonna have a few people. Colleagues. That's the end of July. Danny, Danny, are we
0: gonna show up? You and I, buddy. I think yep. so if, if we get the invite. Yeah. Yeah. A couple I, of cannonballs in the pool. To yeah. yeah. I'm
1: not gonna send it to you now. Now that I showed it to you. Oh, he's got
0: hurt feelings. <laughs> I just can't stop smiling. I think it's awesome, though, that, that uh, that'll work out for you and your clients. That's cool. looks
2: like fun. Yeah, it does. All right. Back to work, though. Uh, what happened this week in real estate? Is it the same as it's been here the last few She's weeks? Moving. It yeah. is moving. Oh, yeah. moving.
1: It's moving. It's getting really good. I well, mean, that's good. we're right, obviously, right in the middle of the spring preview. Mm-hmm. Um, there's getting good traffic. I actually went out on Thursday uh, to a few homes kind of south of the river, and uh I mean, there was people out, you know, typically on those Thursdays and Fridays. As you know, Andy, that 12 to 6 time frame is uh, typically pretty slow. And then the weekends pick up. But, boy, we were running into people left and right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I was uh, I was actually uh, out in Las Vegas. We had the REMAX International has their R4 convention. And they get us all together, you know, once or twice a year, I think it is. And they uh, kind of go over things. So we were hitting some highlight, you know, higher level stuff, which was Encouraging listening to some of these economists and some of the speakers talking about how they're forecasting the next couple of years here to look very good in the real estate sector, you know, in the sense that it'll keep moving. They they see positive numbers happening. And now as a buyer, they they were saying it may be a source of frustration and that there's a a huge demand for new construction to step up. And uh fulfill a lot of that lack of inventory, but there was so it's you know but it's there's a magic combination there because the the construction that's needed is almost unattainable because of the costs, and so they they were talking about having different programs and getting different things put together that'll get housing into a more affordable bucket for those that uh, that are looking for affordable housing you know under three hundred thousand and which sounds crazy to say, but that used to be the luxury market when I started. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah,
1: totally. And I think that what's also kind of interesting is with the interest rates rising, you know, they're around f- four and five eighths percent. Jumbo loans, so non conforming jumbo loans, are mm-hmm. at four and a quarter percent. Yeah. So they're a lot better interest rates. So buying a buying a bigger home, it's time. Yeah. I think exactly. it's time, you know. So well, you I know gotta... that a lot
0: of our new construction is easily into the four or five, six hundred, some of them, you know, seven, eight hundred thousand. And uh, it, it they love the jumbo products because they're getting better rates, they're getting better. I mean, there's a lot of advantages, and the, what happens is those investors are putting out products that they actually try to make attractive because they're looking for certain, you know, pockets of the economy that they want to capture, and that right now is where they seem to be focusing. Um, we were talking with Travis Whitford last week, and he was saying how interest rates were, you know, the gap between the 15-year the and the 30-year keeps getting closer and closer and closer because they, they just – there's no need to offer the product. Be, you know, they don't need mm. to, so – um interesting stuff happening yeah,
1: but there's still some uh, good programs out there too like say if you wanted to buy a a home a bigger home and uh, finance over the conforming rates you know there's there's products out there that like it can be fixed for 5 years well you know we see people moving obviously it's usually before that it used to be like 7 years but I'll tell you I mean there's some people that stay for a super long time but there's also the the movers I mean I my wife and I have been married what 25 years and we've moved 19 times whoa isn't that, that's crazy. Well, he's isn't
0: Actually, he's been asked to move himself out of <laughs> those communities. But, it was you know, me moving in
1: and out. But I anyways. think it has something to do with
0: RuneFest. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so move 20 is coming.
0: The for sale sign goes right with the invites, right?
1: Absolutely. Oh, See, man. that's the real thing. So I, I've got uh, a house that I own in Prior Lake. and then So the renter is going to leave July 1st. We're going to have the party July 28th, and we're going to sell it. So I'm really trying to just market it. As we're at the party, so Danny, if you're interested, Mm -hmm. I'll be at the party. Get on south of the river. Yeah, yeah, but no, the market is the market's uh, moving. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, we just put a a real nice listing on um, a million and a half dollars, and already had three have three showings. Yeah, yeah, you know. So I put one on down uh, last
0: week. We got one down in uh, Indian Hills, down in Edina, that was getting a lot of attention. Quick, too. Great area, too. Oh my God, it's it's fantastic. It's like fairy tale over there. The beautiful location. I saw uh, that. Yeah, thank you. No, yeah. Yeah, I didn't say you liked it, it but thank like, you. No, 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 no. I was I was
2: looking at the pictures, as a matter of fact. Was it yesterday? Yeah. And it was at about 3,800 square feet or something mm-hmm. like that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, nice pool. Well, you know, and, and the thing is, is that coming in the spring here, they've got a beautiful pool on a pond, and it's just, it's a perfect setup for kids, and, you know, it's a neat setup. But that, that area is interesting. Talking about renovation houses and things like that, which we should probably talk about again here coming up. Um, that area is notoriously known for the, you buy the house, you take it down, and they build something that's spectacular. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the houses over there are just, unbel- you, you literally stop the car and go, wow, and uh, it's neat stuff. Yeah,
1: for you bringing up the, the renovation house, uh, for people mm-hmm. that haven't heard, uh, we're doing a renovation house where we're um, getting all the subcontractors to don- donate their labor. Um, Andy and I are donating our services, and we're going to put that money to charity, but we're going to follow it here on the radio show. Yeah. So uh, next week, we're actually um, finalizing our design plans, and then we've got a a videographer Mm -hmm. that's going to follow it, and we're going to just go through the whole radio thing. And then when, like, each week, as someone's in there doing a project, we're going to talk to them. So maybe it's the tile guy, and we'll talk about different things with tile and you know, things that you can do. So it'll be, it'll be fun.
0: Well, yeah, and reach out to the show, too, if you're uh, interested in helping with the volunteering. All the profits are going to go to some charities here, too. So we're going to do uh, – we're looking for skilled labor. We're looking for uh, people that would be willing to volunteer their time as well, um, especially talented people with the cameras, the videos, the whatever. That's kind of the fun stuff. That
1: yeah, can, speaking of the tile guy, we do need a tile guy, by the way. <laughs>
2: we're f- I thought we're that close. was you. Yeah, it was I'm not- supposed to be that guy, mm-hmm. but no. Mm. Well, you just reach out. You just make more mentions on the uh, radio uh, show, and uh, you're going to find somebody.
0: Well, I guarantee you
2: somebody listening does. Oh, absolutely. Well,
1: Highmark Highmark Builders is going to be the contractor, and so they're kind of taking the lead on that. Okay. Um, So it's going to be great.
2: 651-989-9226 is our, our, our phone number if you want to call in your real estate question or send a text like some folks are doing, 81807. One came in, says this, do Andy and Chris attend the closings, or an office staff member? That sounds like a a loaded question.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's payday, remember? No. um, But at at the closing, obviously, that's when everyone uh, goes and signs their paper. I think what's interesting about that is Minnesota is really different than almost every other state Mm -hmm. in that everyone, the buyers and the sellers and everyone are in the same room. And they're going over their documents and everyone's signing at the same time, and typically it's like held in escrow you go in and just sign it, and then a certain date you just move in and so um so they're talking about realtors going yeah. to closings well i, I think it's mine. I
0: think it's critical because I think that that's kind of the pinnacle of of stress for a lot of the sellers or the buyer they They literally are looking for the you know money exchange where the bank walks in with the bag of money and hands it to the new you know uh, or the seller and the new buyer gets to move in and Um, It's all done in paper, of course, but it's still the the, um, symbolism of of handing the keys over and having that exchange. And I think it's important to be part of that journey. Um, I know with new construction, sometimes the closing actually with Danny with construction loans actually happens on the front end, and then there's draws as you go. So sometimes that's a little bit more of a, a ceremony, if you will, at the end where we don't have a true closing, but. Um, the closing is actually on the front end of the loan, yeah. and then um, and
1: hopefully you don't have issues. But sometimes there's issues that arise yeah. at, at the closing. We've talked about that that final walkthrough, you know. And if your agent doesn't show up, you know, I mean, you got to have someone that's representing you. Hopefully, we don't have those problems, and we've taken care of those all ahead of time. But so I think well, it's if, if your there. agent
0: doesn't have the ability to make that meeting, if they have someone else that's a trusted staff member or somebody that uh, knows how to get uh, action to. Situations, I, I think it's okay as well. But ultimately, that, that is, I think, the handholding part of the process. That's what we should be doing,
1: yes. Yeah. You know, we're going to, I know we got to go to a break, but we're going to talk, do some well and septic talk. And then we're going to uh, answer some of the old uh, text questions because we never get to them all. Never get to them all. That's one. why yeah, I put yeah. a couple, but uh, that's good. One is about time of sale inspections. There's a bunch mm. of cities that do that. And so just to kind of let people know which cities those are.
2: Very good. Let's take this break, be right back again, inviting our listeners to join in. If you have a real estate question, call us 651 989 9226 or send a text 81807. In the Twin Cities, 38 degrees, going to near 50 today. And good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our real estate show here on 830WC. So, Chris and Andy in the studio welcoming your questions, your real estate questions at 651 989 9226. Text is 81807. 818- what would you say we're going to talk about now? Septic mm. systems. That's a good question. Among other things. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've ever covered that topic. Septic before. systems? Yes.
1: Yeah, I mean, and then obviously... The... That's where you're
2: supposed to say it's a
0: crappy topic or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry. I'm very professional today. Let's go. Okay. okay.
1: Remember, March 3rd, we're never going to have this over. That's why I'm okay. doing this. All right. Good. Um, No, we're going to talk about time of sale reports and then uh, well and septic systems and Mm -hmm. just the kind of the nuances of them. We uh, had uh, bond well drilling in our uh, company the other day, and they do a lot of uh, septic uh, mound, drain field installation, Mm -hmm. septic systems. And they also install wells, but they also do the testing that we need. Because, I mean, when, when you have typically what happens, I mean, some counties are different. Um, there's some that require at the time of sale that you have to have, uh, you know, that tested. But compliance then a lot whatever. of times the lenders ask for it or a buyer just asks for it from the mm-hmm. seller. Yep. And so uh, making sure that your septic system is in play. You know, we've talked a lot about, uh, well, we have have talked about this, but it's kind of like, you know, people that have a, a septic system that's, that's not working or that's not in compliance, and, I mean, it's going to cost you – you know, fifteen to $25,000 mm-hmm. in which to be able to do a new system.
0: Well, let me ask you this quick. As long as you're talking, I mean, what what is the variation on the pricing? I mean, does it, you know. It's the type
1: of system that you're going to do. Right. So there's there's a thing called a mound system, which a mound system is probably the most expensive. And those are typically done because of there's clay in the soil. Mm-hmm. And so they have to bring in a bunch of sand to be able to kind of move everything around. And uh so it's, so it just depends. I mean, then if you have a normal drain field, I mean, that could be a, a lot less expensive. Mm-hmm. So, but I thought what was kind of interesting is that when you, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know how long this has been happening for, but you have to have a primary and an alternative septic site. And what's interesting is that if your system goes out, um, what we learned, this was interesting. I thought, hey, just redo the system, you know, kind of where it's sitting, you know, and redo it. And you, you can't do that. You mm-hmm. have to do it on the alternative site because that soil
2: then is bad. And so um, – How but, often do you guys run into a place that doesn't have city sewer and water? I mean, is this pretty common? On acreage with the, properties. Okay. It happens a lot. Yeah, so sure, in
1: Credit huh? River, I saw a lot of those okay. that uh, we're dealing with septics and wells all the time. But in the city, there's still a lot of wells left. And what Aha. people have done is as long as they're operable, you know, they typically hook them up to the outside water spigots mm-hmm. and ah. use that so they can get yeah. around the watering sure. bands.
0: Most people do the – for just for irrigation, they'll do a sand point, you know, down 50, 75 feet and they have the uh, – like I said, you get around the watering bands for sure.
1: So yeah, and if, if your well is not usable, you have to seal it. And it's got to be done by a professional and then it's got to be um, – Recorded with uh, the yeah Department of Health, mm. and it's, which was really it's it's interesting because they don't have some of those records. Where I've ran into that is that hey no we know we sealed it you know we did it well if it's not with the state and on there you got to go you got to locate it and find it and then verify that it's done right. And sometimes they have to dig out the old stuff because what people will do is they'll just you know fill it with sand and that's not how you do it. You know, so it's well. Uh, there's there's reporting issues thing.
0: there too, right, Chris? I mean, with disclosure. I mean, even if you bought a house, it's an old farmhouse that's been there for hundreds of years, and there was six different spots that they've tapped the wells, and nobody else in the world knows about it. Now that's a disclosure issue, big time. You know, and you have to make sure to properly address that. You got to
1: bring those sticks. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen them do that to be able to find the the water? Yeah,
0: at RuneFest I think they were doing that. Did we have it at RuneFest
1: uh, going on, yeah. <laughs> Let's just take a call. It's like not rod? cooperating very well. Are you
2: talking about a divining rod? <laughs> yeah. where you yes. That's
1: That's walking Everybody's walking yeah. around with sticks. Hey, I saw that on like HGTV, and this guy was doing it, and they're on top of a hill, and he went around, boom, he nailed it right away. It mm. is crazy. Wow. So anyways, we got to get
2: some divine rods for RuneFest. S- strange but true. Can we go to the phones? Let's do please. Please. Uh Ellen is calling from Dassel with a question. Go ahead, Ellen. Thank you. Hi. Uh, do you still have the nosy neighbor button? Uh-huh. Yes, you we do, do. What do you, what do you really call that? Good question, Ellen.
1: We do. Uh, what, what we do though is we have it on our, each of our individual uh, websites, so at chrisrooney.com and then praski.com, so mm-hmm. depends whose whose face you want to see for, on for that. new listeners, what yeah, does that, that mean?
0: Well, you know what it is. And and Ellen, I appreciate you bringing that up because it it's it's a fun tool. It's you know, if you've ever thought about, you know, or you're just curious what's happening in your neighborhood. So this report actually comes out via email. And then you'll actually see everything that's selling around you. So you can just kind of keep your your thumb on what's happening. But it's also nice is that you're curious, hey, what did the house up the street list for? That report also will send out anything that lists in your neighborhood. And so you just kind of keep your thumb on what's happening, hence the nosy neighbor nickname we gave it. Um, But it's a free thing that we've done for, geez, for eight years on the show here. and it. I mean, we have, I think, 9,000 people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or every month, I should say. Yeah, it's like 9,000 listeners that are out there that get it every month. So it's a big, big, fun, free resource. So.
2: So uh check it out we'll we'll mention the uh, the websites of the our guys here before uh, they take their leave 651 thanks ellen 6519899226 uh text is 81807 you know, let's do this we have another half hour of the show to go let's take a break right now partly cloudy and breezy The winds right now are southeast at 23, 38 degrees. A look at that forecast is coming up.
0: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
2: Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our real estate show here on A3OWCCO. 38 degrees, as we said, here in the Twin Cities. Uh, and we welcome your calls, your text messages as well Compare uh, uh, with any kind of real estate question. We're getting a bunch of d- different text messages. Yeah, you are. Can but real that.
0: quick, Denny. Yeah. The guy's putting up posters around the studio right now for RuneFest, and I had to post it on our Facebook page.
2: Oh, Who's yeah. going to be there? Is it, is it I
1: don't like, know. Uh, Sounds like a lot of people. That like I'm guessing a lot of Roonies. like <laughs> Willie
2: Nelson. Is he? <clears> yeah, and yeah. it uh,
0: just for the, it's uh, on Facebook. Uh, you go to Real Estate Radio Hour eight three zero WCCO. And uh, you can see the picture. Uh,
1: Actually, I was the, at uh, uh, Spare Fest. Key Gala this last weekend, oh, and cool. Johnny Homeband was there. Oh yeah, remember Johnny? Sure. Oh, God, he's the best. And so, and I look at their account. I said, "He's coming to Runefest. He's going to play at Runefest." And does so he, he's like, he "Yeah, yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we'll do it. No problem." I call sure. up his manager and just go, "No, we already got a gig. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> he's not going to be at Runefest." Right. And who? Um. Are, and who are you
2: again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he he knows me. Oh, okay. really good. Yeah. All right. Uh, what, what do you think we can do? You see one there you want to grab? Uh, oh, here's, cats, here's one. Let's do them. this. Uh, do real estate agents need to be bonded? What if we found out ours had a record involving misuse of real estate funds back 12 mm-hmm. years ago? He was shady and lied to us on a number of things, still owes the well inspector money from our transaction. I
1: hate to hear that. Oh, oh, I hate to cool. hear that. But uh, we are, I mean, we, we have insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called errors and omissions insurance. Uh, that we're covered by. Um but that that's kind of a thing I'm I'm surprised because I mean typically <clears throat> that, that kind of person would probably get their license taken away.
0: The Department of Commerce would be the ones that would probably not like that person to have a license.
1: Yeah it's it's unfortunate.
2: Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six if you want to call in your question or again uh, send a text eight one eight zero seven. You oh, see we what? should
1: see all smart Andy is on okay. that one. God. Because I don't know the answer. How
2: accurate are the three types of radon testers, the short-term, the long-term tester, and the continuous meter type? I'm willing to pay the extra money for the meter type but could not find info on the accuracy for them. I
1: actually can help you, Andy, if you need it.
2: Okay. Let me give it a roll
0: here. Um, So what I always say is this, is that if you – the radon tests are accurate – if there's not disturbances and I think that your, your radon test is only as good as the readings that you're getting. If there's disturbances in the house, if they, depending on the test, all tests have different, you know, styles of reporting and need different requirements of, you know, maybe the house has to sit quiet or, you know, some of the tests don't require that anymore. So follow the instructions on the reports. If you find something or the the results, if the results come back, you find something and you are questioning it, you second guess it with another, you know, style of test. Um, more money doesn't always necessarily mean better, mm-hmm. um, but,
1: but longer probably means better. Longer, and, and, and I think you know, and there's a lot of things that affect those tests, like exterior weather will affect that test. Um, you know, whether or not people are opening windows and letting stuff in, um, right. if it's vacant, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, but I think with the radon thing is that there's there's a lot of people, there's people on both sides of the equation. So it's a it's a it's hocus pocus. It's a bunch of junk. You know, we've had it. We've, ever, we've always had it. And other people, it's the second cause of lung cancer. You know, so but I think the one thing is, is that the longer the test can go and – but it, it should be how we're living too. You know, you're going mm-hmm. in and out of something. And, you, yeah. you know, you test it completely vacant. I mean, you're going to have a problem. It's going to be high. We had one like that um, and it tested at like 35 and then, you know, after it was lived in just a little bit, then it went down to eight. And then we were able to put the system in. But they they can, I mean, how you get radon down, you know, mm-hmm. people worried about that. But all it does is you get a bigger fan. And so it, it just draws it out more. And that's what they typically can, do. There's or side add effects. a second system.
0: Yeah, right. I was going to say, are there side effects? We've had houses where they are new, brand new houses that were model homes that just for fun, they threw the radon test in there and they had the passive radon mitigation system in there. And they still tested in the sixes. So- you're right, Chris, that you, you have to constantly check that. If that's something that's a concern to you, you need to constantly check it just like anything else that's important and uh, make sure to maintain it. And things do change. There's, you know, the house next door gets built and all of a sudden the soil conditions are different. There's hydrology happening there. You can be pushing the gases around under the ground. You never know, and all of a sudden you have, you know, your septic system being, or your, uh, you got septic on the mind, the uh, the drain towel system also can become active because of somebody building next to you. And I'm sure there's mm. a million people listening that have said, "Yep, that's what happened to us."
1: Yeah, absolutely. So things change. You know, bringing back that whole well and septic thing, uh, people are wondering what, what are the costs of those tests, mm. um, and water tests. It just depends. I mean, what, you got to remember when you're selling your house, there's um certain types of financing like FHA or VA that require a little more um, detailed test. So you're talking anywhere from, you know, you can certainly do it yourself. FHA and VA won't do that. They want it from a licensed person. Mm-hmm. But anywhere from $125 to $250 for the water test. And, and that's not making sure that the well is working. That's just testing the water and then um on from a septic compliance thing it's anywhere from 4 and a quarter to probably 550 and if you have to do it in the winter because they have to get into that soil you might you might have freeze charges as well so mm-hmm. so people know that um, all right all right let's hit this one let's see if andy let's see what he's going to say on this one have a goal of buying a vacation home and they found a lot for sale on the north shore near Tofty for 80 grand they also found a few cabins near grand marais for 200,000 and they found townhome listings on Bay Lake for 170. dollars What do you think would be the best ones to pursue?
0: You know, and being that I'm not the local expert, first thing I would do is I'd hire the local professional that specialize in that area and and use their expertise. I, I would say, though, you know, what's fun is that cabins, for an example, on on the North Shore, I, I know a couple families that I know that actually have cabins there. But they're buying the cabin to look at the lake and have the tranquility of being there. They're not boating. They're not... You know, keeping a dock, and then the kids aren't out, in the, the the lake is cold, right? So it's it's a different kind of lake experience. On Bay Lake, I'm not sure where Bay Lake is, but um, I'm assuming it's a recreational lake. Is that, you know, Chris? I don't, don't know. know. I don't yeah. know either. But that, that's a whole different lifestyle. That's a, where you're, you're up there, you're recreating, you've got boats, you probably have kids jumping off the dock swimming. There's, you know, bonfires by the beach, But you know, whatever. You could do that, at, I guess, at the other place, too. But um, just different, different um
1: uh, you know, it's, Experience. It's, when, you, when you say that too, I think it, it, it is a lifestyle and it's what kind of lifestyle that you want. And like you said, there is a, there's a recreational type. I mean, we want boats, we want water skiing, we mm-hmm. want to do all that kind of stuff. And then there's a, a tranquil setting. You know, I yep. just love looking at the water and there's ducks and... You know, and so you're you're kind of based on that. Typically, the ta- the tranquil setting mm-hmm. is going to be less expensive, right? To be able to be on the lake, I mean, because the more recreation and more restaurants and activity are on that lake, right. the the higher the the values. Well,
0: go. you know, and I had a couple a couple years ago, Denny, They moved right from Champlain on the river. We moved them all the way up to their cabin that they had, or their their home actually up on Lake Superior. And artists, both of them. Mm-hmm. And doing artwork and art teacher, and so they they love the tranquility and the draw opportunities of the nature to you know have their yeah. inspira- inspiration or whatever. And
1: works nice. My son and fiance are looking to buy a first home, maybe fifty to sixty thousand down. First time buyer with fifty to sixty down. Any incentive for first time home buyers, and what to watch out for? Typically, those incentives are uh, borrowing money because most first time home buyers don't have enough money. So um, having that kind of money down. Uh, going to be an optimum borrower for sure.
0: Yeah, the benefits of having money down usually outweigh the opportunities for those that don't have the money down. Wouldn't you agree, Chris, with that, with the programs? Yeah. I mean, most of the programs are decent, but they usually have to be paid back or they have some kind of a consequence if they are sold earlier. And so, I mean, there's really no free lunch out there. I mean, today, there used to be a few years ago when there was, you know, the crisis on our laps, but it's a little different now.
2: There's a text that just came in. Is it common for a realtor? let you overprice your property just to get the listing?
1: Mm -hmm. That's a nice question. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll tell you what. Uh, Yeah, it's happened. I mean, Mm -hmm. it happens and people um, get your listing. They tell you what you want to hear to get your listing. Um, But I'll tell you the other thing is, too, is ultimately, like when I go in and and talk to people, uh, my whole thing is, you know what, I've got to tell you the facts. And here's mm-hmm. what the truth is and here's, here's where I think it is. But ultimately, they're the boss and they have to make that decision. So right. sometimes it's, hey, you know what? There might be a plan involved, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's uh, – we've had plans before where we, we've we listed high, to, let, let it on for a month or two, then took it off and put it on the market at like – a. a kind of a still above price, and people mm-hmm. thought it was an amazing deal. So there's marketing involved.
0: Well, in and that. here's the good side of that, Denny. You, you get into a situation where you have a, a property that's, let's say, that it's considered overpriced, but by who? And why are they saying it's overpriced? Because if you compare you know, 2,800-square-foot ramblers side-by-side side, and everybody's at 430 and you list at 430 and people keep telling you you're overpriced, it's confusing to the, to the seller. And they're like, well, why are they saying I'm overpriced? Because the neighbor sold for the exact same price, and I'm actually maybe even 5000 less just to try to get ours sold. The problem is you could have people coming through that house, and actually the things that we maybe don't notice, like maybe there's a combination of things that make the house perceived to be dated, even though it's not. could be in perfect condition, for example, but there's just a a hint of perception that we're going to have to spend some money on getting this house up to speed the way we want to see it. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, sometimes an ounce of prevention is worth thousands of dollars out of your pocket down the road. You know, Getting that house staged on the front end, having somebody that has that eye walk through that house... And say, "Yep, you guys are right on. You know, right on course here. You're going to do great." Or, "Hey, let's pull this down. Let's replace this hardware real quick. Not a big deal. A couple hundred dollars worth of repairs, um, and then it'll give a whole different vibe to the house. And then you'll have completely different results. It's and, amazing." And
1: that's the thing, though. I mean, as a realtor, what we have to—if we don't tell them now, we got to tell them six months later, and they're in a horrible position at that time. So sometimes you tell them, and it's like, uh, "Rooney, you're a loser. I hate you." You know, mm-hmm. but. Hey, it's it's better to hate me now than to hate me after six months, and it just cost you a hundred well, grand.
0: I've I've actually had listings where I don't get the listing because I'm being honest. And and the thing is, is that you know what are you paying me for anyway? Then if you don't want me to come in there, I've been doing this almost twenty years, Chris. You've been doing it for fifty something years, and, and
1: 2018 is like year <laughs> seventy. I think it's our seventieth yeah. year.
0: Yeah. Um, it uh, sorry, and uh, you know what happens is that there's experience behind our 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 you know statements that we're making. And the, the thing is, is that there's literally hundreds of houses that have been sold. And all we have is more experience than you. you. You could be smarter than us, and you need to take that information, like Chris said, and make a good decision for you and your family. But ultimately, if the realtor sitting across the table from you is saying, you're going to miss the market, you're going to be too high – and then you get get a second opinion. If the second opinion agrees with it, you're you're shooting too high. And sometimes people will get three opinions, and they'll have three different real estate agents out there. And the saddest thing I ever see, Denny, is when I don't get a listing, and they hire the inexperienced agent that will list it higher, mm. and then they make that critical mistake, and then they end up calling us six months down the road after they've paid all that interest, they've already moved out of the house, transferred whatever, and it uh, it just but it happens all the time in our business. Wow.
2: All right, I know, I tell you what, let's do this. We have to break, but uh, there are more text messages that, that have just come in. If you have a real estate question, you want to send a text, 81807, or give us a call, 651-989-9226. Partly cloudy, breezy. CCO, temperature reading 38. Good morning. Welcome back to this portion of the Real Estate Show here on CCO Radio. Chris and Andy in studio answering your real estate questions by phone and by text. Getting a lot of text messages this morning. Let's see if we can't field uh, the rest of them. Somebody is currently waiting, it says here, for Prasky and Rooney's acting debuts in a Realtor biopic. <laughs> That's one question, but the other you one should see Andy <laughs> dance. is uh, do some people charge for open houses? I don't mm-hmm. think we've yes. had that question
0: before. I've yes. never had that question.
1: You charge? What's the bi- the biopic or the charging for open houses? I don't know. I, kind of uh, I, think, I think sometimes uh, people will do um, kind of a, a – Maybe a lower commission, and then just yeah. start charging a la carte for everything, and saying, mm. "Hey, if I do an open house, you got to give me two hundred bucks in which to be able to do it." So there, there
0: are a la carte companies I've out there that. for sure, Chris. Yep. I, you know that they they do the old for sale by owner kind of concept, and then you do probably have to pay for every sheet of paper they print. Versus when you hire a real estate agent in the traditional manner, we pay for everything, and it's on our dime and not yours. And so
1: we we were approached on a show one time to go on TV. But tell me something about us. The, the lens or something, I can't remember. Yeah, but, anyways, um, what happens if Zillow said my value is 50,000 lower than the listing price? Wow, well, Zillow's always right. So, reason
0: 76 why I hate Zillow.
1: Hey, I, that's not true. I don't you like them? Zillow, yeah. No, you like Zillow, mm. um. But it's 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 so up in the air. I mean, it's we we talk about appraised value, assessed value, and market value. Well, I let mean, they're me all let different. me ask
0: you a question: How does Zillow make money, Chris? Even though they don't really make money because they keep showing losses. But w- what is the concept of Zillow? What do they exist for? To the owners get leads. of Zillow to get leads to sell to who? For the realtors to sell to real estate agents. Yep. So you, as a consumer, go to Zillow. They get all these big endorsements. They have everybody buffaloed thinking, you go mm. here for free information, and all they're trying to do is get you to sign up so they can sell your name to a real estate agent. Is that it? And when those real estate agents' faces pop up, guess what? They pay to be there. They're not there because they're good. Uh, they're there because they got the most money. I struggle with that, you guys, because the perception is, is that we go to Zillow to get the tell. truth.
1: <laughs> I can't tell you're struggling with this. I'm, wow.
0: I'm over here sweating, dude. Come on. I, I get these. Those I hate perception of value when it's not there, and it's mm. it's- you read the disclaimer on the back of the website; it'll tell you that the the property values on average vary fourteen percent. So that means fourteen percent low, fourteen percent high. They're off potentially by twenty eight percent. That's their average, which means they can do worse. So they all they it's do is a gauge. I mean, it's, let's just use they as use a gauge public. And... They use the public feeders, right? And so, and I'm not saying the people that are on Zillow, the agents are not bad. I shouldn't say that because I got right. a lot of good friends right. that make nice livings off of Zillow. But that's exactly what it is. It's a tool, basically, set up for the consumer to to you know. The thing is
1: is the the more stats they have, the closer that price will get. So Mm -hmm. if you're in an area that maybe not many houses are selling, it, it doesn't have anything to gauge it with. Right. And so, you know, but the other thing is if if you want to Um, try to get your Zillow as as high as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. Just make sure all the information in there is correct. So you can go in there as an owner and claim your house and then be able to make sure that all the information is correct. That's
0: something that we do with every one of our clients, Danny. We We actually do an online profile where we Mm. actually go online and we manage that from the consumer perspective, meaning the seller, and we have them go in and adjust those on all the different websites because if the basement's not being included in their equation or whatever, let's say the county, even though you're paying taxes on it, doesn't have the right square footage. They pull their information off of the county website, and then they actually – that's how they establish that value and a couple other algorithms that they use. But ultimately, they're using public information. So Hmm, if it's wrong, your value is going to be wrong.
1: Here's what else happens, though. is So when you list your house, sometimes all of a sudden a seller will go on there and look at Zillow and says, my gosh, I only have – it says two bathrooms, and I got four. What it does is it takes information and syndicates from different sites, and it populates different. So Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, Zillow – we've got it listed, and all of a sudden, my five-bedroom, five-bath is now five-bedroom – Two bath. Mm. And, and so we have to go in there and switch it because it syndicates from a certain website. So it, it's, it's a. I mean, it's, it's nice
0: for entertainment, but here's what, here's what I would do, Denny. Just like, you know, we had uh, Ellen earlier from Dassel talking about nosy neighbor. That's going to get you a little closer. That's kind of a, an entertainment value thing. Zillow's an entertainment value. All the, you know, realtor.com's entertainment value. When you actually want to get down to actually looking at the real MLS, you actually can go to a real estate agent that you trust, ask them to set you up on a search. You can do the exact same thing, and it's coming right off the MLS. All there's right. no games, there's no nothing, and you're getting that accurate information right to you. And there's nobody selling your name. There's nobody, you know, calling you. Nobody's going to bug you. Um,
1: Prasky.com, so. Chris Rooney.com. Who's, oh, who's checking?
2: There's a texter that says what is a good area to be looking at these days, where there seems to be good value, maybe just a bit out of the metro to get a little more for your buck. Great question. Mm-hmm.
1: What do you think? And your end.
2: How far do you have
0: to go?
1: Yeah, I'll tell you what. It's just what's happening is that I'm getting any, a lot of text. Anywhere way, you can the, find, we inventory. Well, yeah, but where inventory is yeah. kind of high, yeah. I think that's, uh, I mean, the best way to get the best bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that there's not a lot of inventory. So depending on, you know, what price range this person's right. talking about, if you get into upper bracket home, it's amazing what you get. Yeah. You well, know, if you get up and you want to spend eight hundred to to million too mm-hmm. you would be stunned what you can get. You just sold one.
0: Well, right. right. And that seller might be able to afford to take a $200,000 discount versus on a $200,000 house, they can't do that, right? So- Usually, when you think about this way, when there's sellers competing, the buyer wins, right? So you're out there, and there's multiple sellers selling the same split entry, three bedroom, two bath, two car garages. They're all fighting for that same two thirty nine nine buyer, and somebody's going to win. Somebody's eventually going to say, "I'm tired. I'm fatigued. I'm going to give them ten grand off or five grand off," and then that starts the slope of a market getting softer. And then the people that don't want to sell should pull off the market. But Chris, you're absolutely right. There's more gravy on the uh, the bigger houses if you know.
2: Yeah. There's so. a text. We were t- talking about septic systems earlier today. Uh, the texture says, We currently have our own septic system, which is not a mound system. We are in sand. We have to get it tested because we want to move this summer. Would we have to put a mound in? Cheryl is asking.
1: Depends that. where you're at. So check with your local county um, and ask them what it is. But. Uh, it just it depends where you're at because every county is different and they have different requirements in which to do that. So, check with your county and you'll know. But uh, I'll tell you, it, it's interesting because we have, uh, say, in Scott County, um, there's septics that fail, but they don't have to be replaced for 10 years. And so, you can kind of you can negotiate that kind of thing rather than replacing the septic system right away, you know, um, because obviously the, the buyer's going to get the benefit of that new system and they don't even have to put it in for 10 years. Uh, but Bonwell Drilling, when we were talking to them, the one thing is, is that they, they said before, I mean, it's been so wet out and they have to have dry ground to be able to do it. And where they were used to be doing like 170 systems installing a year, they're down to like 75 because of the weather. Oh, yeah. So you get in get in close.
2: Do you have some older text messages we never got to? I know well, you brought some with you. How I did. I, I did. Well, I, we did.
1: I want to talk about time of sale real quick, though. Okay. There, there's um, certain cities that um, require that. Um, but I, th- I think what's interesting, Andy, is that Brooklyn Park, Crystal, and Osseo all had a time of sale report and and got rid of them. So Good. I don't know if people knew that. Yeah, <laughs> get rid of them exactly. Uh, Bloomington, Golden Valley, Hopkins, Maplewood, Minneapolis, New Hope, uh, Richfield, Robbinsdale, St. Louis Park, Saint Paul, South Saint Paul, and West Saint Paul, um, along with uh, I said I hope I said Minneapolis, but they all have some sort of uh, time of sale. Report Minneapolis is one that you have to do it before you can show. Well,
0: explain for two seconds. Obviously, we don't have a lot of time left. But why it's do not? They really, do them? An
1: inspection. Why they're, do they do them? They're checking on certain things, and so if you uh, if you Google it and go on it, it'll it'll actually show you. So in Bloomington, they'll show you the kind of the the main things that they go after. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're just trying to keep you know um, the quality of the homes upgraded and they're typically older communities as you can see and so they just want to make sure that well, and a
0: lot of it was to the bank owned properties back in the days where it all kind of stemmed from was selling bank owned properties that were literally bulldozer ready that were being sold and then the new buyer would come in and not do the improvements that would be required so they were actually kind of i hate to say the word you know bringing the neighborhoods down but that's what exactly what was happening and so they were requiring these banks to fix these houses up before they'd sell them and then actually adding an asset to the development or the community instead of a detriment. So,
2: well, I think we got to all the text questions. I think, I think you're you're it's right. great when people do that. So, thank you. Yes, thanks a lot for uh, listening. Now, uh, let's uh, for those who missed the, the websites. How do we get in touch with uh, each of you guys? Yeah, and that's probably the best way. chrisrooney.com. dot com
0: and Prasky dot com. Yeah,
2: and remember, go best hit the ways. Parade
0: Homes this weekend too. It's open, oh, yeah. and uh, lots of beautiful houses over four hundred to see.
1: And if you go to Real Estate Radio R. 830-WCCO. You'll find out, too. I'm doing a seminar. You can come find out how to get your house ready for sale. All right. Thank you, And learn about RuneFest.
2: RuneFest. We'll (laughs) see you back here next week here on 830-WCCO. Partly cloudy, breezy conditions here in the Twin Cities. Heading for 50 right now, 38. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.